Hi, everyone. Welcoming you to this Wild Grape podcast with Marianne and Freya, one of the custodians of Wild Grace. And today we're going to be diving into the blood mysteries and um, what this means for Wild Grace and how is it connected to the archetypes and the deeper mystery that lies between wild grace and the blood mysteries because this is this is kind of a new um, introduction and um, Freya I would love for you to speak into it a little bit more because this is something that you've been working with quite deeply like ever since you were you were really young yeah Mm -hmm. what's your journey been Ah, hi everybody. Um, such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the introduction. It's it's interesting to bring blood mysteries out and explore a marriage between the archetypes and blood mysteries. So ever since I was a teenager and working with um, with these, these pieces and these um, these mysteries that my family introduced me to, I've realized that uh, there's so much information inside of our blood. I mean, it's just ancient. It goes back and back and back and back. And the, the more you can tap into that, the more you can discover about your own lineage, your ancestry, the essence of where you come from, but also the magic that has been stored inside the mothers, the mother's mothers and, and those who went before. Because the womb is like a sponge and it's just absorbing so much. And even, even when people aren't aware of it, there's, there's essence that's being cultivated. And then when, when we're in the womb, we're gathering all that up. Mm. And then with every bleed, we're gathering all that up. And so if there's a mindfulness about what's going on, we can harness our family's key codes, our family's magic, and essentially build the, the magical inheritance into the blood. And, um, and that's what I've been personally exploring for, for the last few years as a, as a development into the blood mysteries areas that I've already been working with, which have mostly been around tincturing and alchemy um, as well as working with the elements. But the introduction of um, archetypes is, is a new venture for me. <laughs> and, uh, and what I've realized is that through going down the lineage line, each one of our ancestors has been kind of building on the, the previous one and harnessing this new power frequency inside the blood. And it's really fun to get in there and see what's alive because there are there are whores and saints and mothers and witches and I mean every single archetype you can possibly imagine has been in our lineage. And so it's just about knowing where to look and how to get in there to really activate it and bring it through into our now moment reality. Mm -hmm. and also our blood holds our dna like there are secrets and codes to be unlocked on a cellular level Mm -hmm. so i love that the blood mysteries 
like that there are so many levels to it like yes there's like the, the physicality of it and then our animal and then moving into the more transpersonal realms like what is the spirit that is moving through and alive in our blood um, and, and how it's expressed through the archetypal realms like to me it makes perfect sense like when I heard that you were bringing in the blood mysteries and merging it with the archetypes yes like this is it like there was just so much aliveness in in my body and it's like something something in my DNA something in my lineage tells me that oh like this is right this is correct like I've been journeying with my blood for a while now for a few years and even like taste my blood and anointed myself with my blood mm -hmm. and um, communed with it. Um, and it's not like, you know, no one told me to do that. I just mm -hmm. felt that, oh, this is what I need to be doing. There was like something like an ancient knowing. And so I feel like this journey that we're about to emerge, like there's, there'll be 13 of us holding, holding point um, at the, at the red altar and each of us holding like that unique note of our lineage and kind of brewing it all together. Like this is what I'm excited for is that this is also like we're creating, co-creating a coven. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I think my my inner inner teenage witch is just so excited <laughs> the part of me that's always wanted to be a part of a mysterious coven energy and I've created these frequencies before but this is an intentional 13 and for those of our listeners who haven't had the uh the news arrive yet we're creating a a very powerful mentorship which is going to be merging and joining the archetypes and blood mysteries we're opening up on the lion's gate the 8th of august mm -hmm. and it's it's going to be it's going to be magic with each and every one of those sitting at the the red altar the round table are, are going to be holding point in their own essence mm. and those that are already in you can really feel they are they're in this individuated broodiness of their own lineage and that's what mm -hmm. they're holding right there and so there's this spaciousness to yes come together but also discover our true sovereignty in our lineage of blood and and pull that out to be the medicine that we we journey with and teach with mm -hmm. it's really exciting it's so exciting it, I, i've been part of containers like this before that were actually it was a mystery school this is a mystery school mm -hmm. so the mystery of this process is that you will know when you're being called to be part of this 13 and it'll just be a calling and a knowing that's beyond the human mind and I can feel already it's like that that message has gone out and certain people are going to be coming forth and claiming their spot and I fully trust the like the mystery of it. like we don't know who who it's going to be just yet um, I feel like we already have a few people who are starting to face inwards and slowly coming together. And I mean, this is what I'm excited about. It's, it's, I mean, it's all a mystery. We're here to discover this 
together and to be on this journey and even the not knowing and we're really reviving something Mm -hmm. that's that maybe has been dormant within us or hasn't been allowed to express especially the last few generations of suppression of of the feminine and not really acknowledging like the the power and the magic of the blood Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, it's it's kind of lost knowledge if I'm honest and um some people have have rediscovered it through through just going very deeply into the womb and um coming back to that awareness of what they're truly holding inside and then others have have been passed it down like I'm a hereditary witch and uh there's there's a lot of of beauty in in having that and I feel so lucky to um to have been passed down this knowledge through uh through my family I was talking to my mum yesterday so, so sweet and she noticed that on Friday we're hosting a free blood mysteries session she's like I'll be there you know I'm so, so sweet <laughs> see that you're passing down the knowledge and she's hopefully going to come with my aunts as well who were also a part of the transmission so there's two, two of my aunts and my mom and um, it's going to be at 11 a.m uk time and various other times we've got two sessions there but I remember the first time that they brought me in it kind of blew my mind I couldn't quite understand it and when we come from a culture that's outsourcing our connection to to spirit and source like you look up you you look out and you go to a place and then in the blood mysteries it's like no you you go in you go very deep in you go so deep in until you reach the darkness of the void inside and then from that place things start to emerge and reveal themselves and you realize that you're connected to the Gaiac womb and you're connected to your ancestry and so you can start to unravel that internal individuated mystery that's alive in in the lining of our womb in our blood and um, there's nothing quite like it Mm. Mm. yeah and it's a healing process as well for me um, I had um, I started bleeding quite young Uh, I was 11 and I come from a Ukrainian Russian lineage and when usually yeah I don't know last couple of hundred years the way that women would I don't know I guess acknowledge uh, that they started bleeding was they would slap each other so when I got my period, I told my mom and she slapped me. And this is how I was initiated into my blood. Kind of a, it was almost like a punishment. Yeah, it was almost like a, a punishment that I had my blood, that I, that, that I was becoming a woman. And that was, that was a scary initiation. Mm-hmm. that's interesting well, I've never heard that one before I've, I've heard of a number of, uh, of different traditions around blood but I've never heard the slapping and did did it feel inviting in some way or did you it felt kind of scary it felt scary like oh this is something to be ashamed of this is something to fear and that's kind of the only information that I had and also what we were taught at school but there was 
which is quite biological and quite textbook and uh, most of the, the 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 anatomy books have been written by men and so there was really nothing that connected me to my lineage they didn't feel like a sense of celebration it it just seemed like this scary the scary process that I'm going through now that's quite shameful and needs to be hidden and not spoken about and when I started delving into you know the the blood mysteries and reconnecting with my blood I realized like wow like this is actually life that's moving through me this is a, a blessing and there's, there's there's a deep power here mm. and um you know what it means to me on a personal level as well as well as like in, in a in a collective sense yeah it's it's essentially holding point as the rites of passage mm. and uh something that i've i've held a lot of space for over the years is supporting people to to rewrite their history mm. around their relationship to their blood so I've had clients come in who are actually near the end of their cycle but from their very first bleed it was traumatizing and contracting and so we've created rituals and this is something we're going to do in the mentorship at the maiden is to hold a ritual for ourselves to essentially birth our consciousness into the womb and mm. arrive in as cyclical beings into our blood and to honor it very deeply and to welcome it into the body and feel that celebration of community around us. We're witnessing us in arriving into the blood and we can do that retrospectively um, to rewrite that, that piece. Mm. And then it, it doesn't just rewrite it for us. It rewrites it for the seven generations before and then the seven generations to come. Mm -hmm. Being inside the awareness of, of healing these pieces around blood and, and the womb, um, it's so much more than just about us. It's about the next generation and finding that peace in the past. Um, it's interesting, like when... Uh, when I really started coming into this work, my grandmother came to me in the middle of the night whilst I was traveling in India. She was like, you have to take the family name if you're going to do this work. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't born as, an, as a McFarlane. That's mm. my mother's maiden name. Mm -hmm. I was born as an Abel, which is a, a Russian name. Russian name, the, the name they gave my family at the border during the revolution but it doesn't have uh, any magical potency. It's only two generations in. Whereas on my mother's side, the, the McFarlane line is so heavily potentized with magic uh, from the hereditary witch piece that it was, I was able to connect in a lot more deeply with that, that lineage mm -hmm. piece. And so it does, it matters the names that we carry and the, the connection that we have to, to our lineage. So it can be really healing as well. It's very healing for family constellation to do blood work um, because we're honoring where we came from and we're, we're honoring ourselves as a part of the, an evolution, essentially. Yeah, wow. You just said something that um, just really touched me because I'm a, uh, my lineage is is Jewish. Like I come from a Jewish background, and I grew up uh, 
very, very Jewish. And I can only really trace back my family uh, two generations, two or three generations. And then it just, it, it's lost. We don't know. We don't have any information. Uh, generations were just wiped out. Any kind of documentation or memories wiped out. And so the only memory that I have is within me is within my lineage and I've only been able to access information and connect with um, yeah, ancestors like through medicine, through ceremony, through ritual, through my blood, through my DNA and what's still alive within me because there's pieces of them imprinted onto us. Yeah. It's interesting. I I have had a number of people in the US and Canada say to me, I really want to go into my lineage. I don't know where I come from. Mm. And if they're existing in a femme body and they're still bleeding, um, even if they're not bleeding, actually, that's I retract that. You can you can discover who you are from there mm -hmm. if you if you know how. And uh, we actually have someone joining in the mentorship who who is no longer in that cycle but but the energetics are just as strong and then we have a few people coming in who um aren't physically holding a womb inside but again the energetics mm -hmm. is super strong so you we, we have practices that can draw those pieces out and can also tap you in even if the physical action of bleeding isn't there there's still a huge amount of potency mm -hmm. yeah i mean once a woman stops bleeding it's kind of like they're holding the blood so it's almost like they're holding all all the wisdom within yeah yeah mm. and there's a time for for building the the frequency of magic inside the womb and then there's a time for holding it and um something that i'd really like to to get back out as as knowledge in this sphere of people who work with blood is that you know pre having a child, for instance, that's the time of cultivating, building up your frequency inside the womb. And then when you have, have the child, that's when you, you give the inheritance. Mm. And, um, and there are certain practices that we can work with to, to enhance that field and to also channel that energy into the rest of the body um, so that we can amplify our, our lineage and amplify our own inheritance inside of our, our auric field and the archetypes are really going to bring that out in a huge way it's very edge walking doing this yeah this is really it, it it's really feeling like um a feminine hogwarts <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is what it's feeling like but and it's also the first time that we've run it like this yeah so I think it's going to be a super potent introduction and merging of medicines. Yeah. So this is something that I'm yeah, very excited to be a part of for the first time is we're just like merging the two, like what, what's possible? I don't know. I think. So it's like one each, we're going to be doing this for eight months, starting mm. Lionsgate, and then each month is going to be one complete cycle into an archetype which mm -hmm. includes the blood and then the blood becomes the portal into that archetype to deepen the embodiment so whereas in the past we've we've gone into the archetypes in a very deep way 
this is just going to enhance the field of what's already present. Mm -hmm. So imagine, you know, we're in the wild woman for one month. And in that month, you're going to live and breathe the expression of the wild woman. And then when it comes to your moon time, that's when you're going to cover yourself and roar and wild and activate and really spread open the, the field of expression that the wild woman wants to show you and essentially cover yourself in it and let the, let the codes unravel through the blood, through that portal. And, uh, and then within the priestess, for instance, that's when we're going to go really deep into certain types of prayer and devotion and, and in the, the offerings Mm. um going into what is the essence of the priestess and how can we be in in loving service to to this planet to higher consciousness through our blood um so i'm excited to to also make space for the creativity of and the 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 listening deep listening of what's going to come through as each one of the 13 open up their own portals from their own lineage their own ancestry um it's not just going to be about us, but you know we've got um, we've got Scandinavian priestesses coming in, we've got uh, Central American priestesses coming in, and so they're going to have their own richness because there's there's an unlimited number of pieces that come from different cultures, and they are going to get unravelled inside the mentorship. This excites me a lot. <laughs> I did the mentorship. I think it was um, almost two years ago now mm-hmm. um, and it was only six months and it felt like it was a very deep dive. Like this is really where I got to know the, the frequency of each archetype within me and this feels like it's even deeper, like this feels like really an advanced mentorship it feels like a very deep dive and um, getting to know. So I really got to know the archetypes on like a, like within my psyche, how I move in the world and navigate in myself in throughout like my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and this feels like it's even deeper, like really anchoring in the shamanics and activating our blueprint. Totally. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it is, it is advanced and we do invite people to have, had some deepening already in practices that they're working with and a sense of uh, a readiness to really step into something bigger um, because it's going to be, it is going to be on the edge. And uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. But also the other piece is that some people are arriving with a very thin veil around blood mysteries. And I've seen this a number of times where, they may not have done anything in this lifetime around blood mysteries, but they just know there's a deep intuition. Like they've been away in the woods and then suddenly they've been drinking it and offering it. And they've never even heard that other people are doing these things. And it just happens. Um, Yeah. I remember drinking. It was not part of what my family lineage taught me. Mm. Um, And I was studying midwifery on the NHS and then one day I just took my moon cup and I was gazing at it. The red was like so vibrant and alive and I felt it calling to me and it was like, drink me. And I barely even thought about it. I just drank it and like, I was vibrating and activating so much energy for three hours. It was just it was full on. 
That's exactly what happened with me. The first time I drank, I took out my moon cup. I was like, drink me, drink me now. I was like, okay. I just felt so activated. I felt my eyes like just open even wider. I felt my animal activated. I felt something tribal. I felt like this connection to, to life's grid activate like within me and I, I was well okay I'm moving with life now like there was something like it was like the ultimate grounding totally I felt like I was reclaiming something mm. ancient like I was meant to do this in that moment yes. as in, it was an archetypal moment where you know I'm holding the elixir of life and it's in the great chalice of creation and no one's told me that I meant to do this, but I just know. And in the great chalice, my moon cup, <laughs> <laughs> I then down it and it just, it's like my, everything just open. And then I made the mistake. I don't know if it was a mistake, but it was quite funny. I thought, oh, I'll go Google this. Maybe other people are doing this. And I just, this was like 14 years ago, Googled it. And all I got was vampire forums. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't quite common knowledge at that. Point. You are now immortal. Yeah. <laughs> I did not get to the Egyptian scripts or the pagan tellings at that point. They weren't up high on the Google search engine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure there's many, many pieces on it now as more and more people are speaking about it and it's more open and totally. It took four years for me to meet another person who did that. I was just doing it by myself for a long time. And when I met that other person, I was like, oh, I'm not alone. I've been thinking I was the only one for years. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how this work is. It's, it's like you can be doing this stuff for a long time on your own, but then you reach a point where you realize, oh, I can lean into being seen and held by others in this and we can grow together and deepen this work. And that's where the invitation really is. It's, are you feeling a call to, to sit in council with others who are really going deep with this? And that's juicy for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sharing our wisdom and magic and knowledge. To me, this whole Zoom online medium has been such a gift. Like I've been able to expand my community and my network through this medium and to refine and expand our shamanic capacities as well like when we're not in the physical how can we still vibrate together and hold these points all around the world and kind of create this this grid of humans who can activate without actually needing to be in the same place in time as well like yes it's a it's a moment in time but somehow we're not in the same like it's um it's etheric yeah we're going to be creating pretty potent blood grid Mm, and uh, mm. going into where are you actually located and I'm going to be inviting people to create blood shrines for each one of the archetypes and then from that we're we're going to be sensing the interconnectedness of the 13 points. Um, And this is something that I know is happening in the collective, especially people who are deep in the blood mysteries, is the awareness that 
every time we bleed and we make an offering to the land, that's an acupressure point on the earth. And mm -hmm. so if, if we're consciously doing that with 13 others, it's, it's creating a magical grid and we're going to be working with time sensitivity as well. So we will be working with exactness of like, okay, now we pour together and I'll be showing people how to tincture. So we'll be able to do that no matter where you're at in your cycle. And also showing people who are not in the physical act of bleeding, how to harness uh, womb frequency. We do that through, through juices that is yet to be discovered in the container. <laughs> <laughs> it's yummy. yummy. It's, mm, I hear so many people saying to me, I'm ready to go deeper. And mm -hmm. This is that place. This is that, that door of deepening. Yeah. And it's, it's um, the emergence of consciousness and embodiment. Like this is the ultimate embodiment is connecting to our blood but we're also bringing in consciousness and um, esoteric philosophy and psychology like this mentorship kind of weaves in everything yep yeah it's working with um consent as well mm -hmm. and uh trauma informed pieces because we're going to be going into the the healing and sometimes it can bring up uh as well as harnessing the magic that I was speaking about earlier, we, we were also witnessing what have I carried forward in my blood that is no longer in service to evolution. And so there's a lot of clearing that needs to happen. And that's something that I teach around blood mysteries is the early portion of the, the cycle mm. is the, the clearing portion, like mm -hmm. the first day to day and a half um, of your cyclical nature, you're in the clearing. And then you enter this beautiful state of the void where there's the nothingness and just the, the experience of having let go without calling anything in yet, but just in the beingness of the blood. And then the later portion of the blood, that's when we're the, in the manifestation, the calling in, what am I harnessing? What am I, what am I expanding into? How am I using this elixir to, uh, to navigate and nourish my, my life experience and, and my family. Yeah. Mm. So if you're ready to self-initiate and to go deeper, then this is it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll be providing the link in the bio from wherever you're hearing this. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, we'll have a we'll have a call. And that, that the process is really going, putting your application in and then with your application, we'll then have a, a call to see if, if there's alignment, because mm. as I said, there's only 13 places and we're really calling in the ones who are ready to step up and step in and, and hold point on that. Um, so it's not, it's not quite for everybody and it's going to be, a nature of giving and receiving so it's not just there as a consumptive piece um that's really important and uh i feel i feel really excited to to gather the gather the witches yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting year to do this as well because you know scotland got their apology for for the witches and i feel like now is the now is the time to go deeper mm -hmm. it's safer to go deeper with this 
Yeah. And there's a reclaiming, like reclaiming of our inner witch, reclaiming of our priestess, reclaiming of our magic. Yep. Yeah. I've been feeling like I'm, I might go to Scotland during the container to offer mm-hmm. my blood um, in honour of, of the witches and in honour mm-hmm. of the new set. So if anybody fancies joining me in Scotland, I think I'll be doing <laughs> Really activate that grid. Yeah. 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 And uh, the, the magic really, it, it calls you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you're listening to this and there's like a, oh, yes, I don't even have all the details yet, but mm-hmm. yes, that, that's, that's the listening that we're, we're tuning to is that womb heart energetic ancestral yes that's moving you to drop into deeper inquiry and also noticing if um like if your dreams speak to you you know that's often where i receive messages i have certain visions and images coming in and conversations so noticing if there are any messages that are coming through your your dream space and this call that, that that's part of our part of this initiation is I feel like it's kind of crucial as well to see if there really is true alignment and um, yeah even just just to feel like what is there what is there between us and start to feel the container mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really want to get too deeply into the, the the nuanced pieces of what's in the mentorship. When are we going to be doing all the mm-hmm. Um, It's more just attuning to are the energetics there and uh, are you feeling something in your life mm-hmm. that sparks as we're as we're talking. I'm excited. Yay. <laughs> um, so yes we will be sharing the link uh, in the bio and we will continue dropping in pieces around it um, and yeah looking forward to feeling all of you the seekers those who are vibrating in yeah this is and this please show. join our free session that's on Friday mm-hmm. at 11 a.m uk time and what else have we got 8 p.m uk time so we have two different sessions for two different hemispheres so we'll we'll link that event in as well so you can connect and have a, a deeper transmission as well perfect okay okay bye darling thank you